welcome everybody to episode 122 of the Dorksman Podcast. I'm Nate, aka Angry Nate. I'm Clint's designated driver. <laughs> and I'm Clint. Clint. <laughs> and we are joined by two very, very special guests this week. I will let them introduce themselves. Hey, this is Hillary from Funko. Hi, this is Scott with uh, Angus Maximus. Awesome. Happy very to have you guys pleased. On. Yeah, very happy to have you guys on today. Um, there's a reason they're on. We'll get to it. We're going to go further into the topic of Emerald City Comic Con, which happened a couple of weeks ago. Just last um, week, homie. Was you it just last yourself, week? Yeah. It felt like three weeks ago. Um, but just last Especially week. Especially when you um, weren't there. I'm going to hear a lot of that this episode, aren't I? <laughs> Hell yeah, you are. Considering you live approximately closer than everybody else except Hillary here. Yeah, you are. That's true. But there's that board. Anyways, whatever. We'll get to it. Uh, we'll talk yes, about that's... how Rachel made it and you didn't. But, you know, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. And she took the Greyhound bus. She, she took was... a bus. She's a boss. Oh, that's crazy. That's Rachel, I'm glad you did that, if you're listening. Shout out to Nerdy Curious. Um, but, yes, we will get to that. Um, but before that, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram, the underscore dorksman. Uh, if you enjoy playing bingo, we have our bingo card at dorksmanbingo.com. Uh, as always, shout out to Larry from the STS guys and uh, Andrew for building the card for us and and Larry for the redirect. Uh, Andrew is part of the Brothers Newland and they are on the Torbywine podcast. So uh, thank you for that. Um, hopefully you're checking us out on Cross the Streams Media. Uh, it's crossthestreamsmedia.com or at CTS Media on Twitter. Uh, our podcast is hosted there along with all the tons of other wonderful podcasts. So make sure you... Um, Go there for all your podcast needs. Um, Speaking of which, I need to mention that Clint was on uh, one of those CTS um, podcasts, uh, Secondary Heroes. Uh, That episode is out out now where he and uh, Gary. uh, (laughs) Nate's brother. Yeah, Nate's brother brother (laughs) joined joined the Secondary Heroes for another Emerald City recap episode. That will be different than this one, so listen to both. No, I'm going to try to do it this exact same. I've got the uh, script right here. I'm going to read it word for word. I'm going to play the role of Trevor today. Do it. I, I, I look forward to this more than I thought I did. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Amazing. Um, yeah, I think that's it for Husky. It's been like, what? Like a it's been week a couple a weeks. Yeah, yeah. Couple yeah we weeks. took that, that weekend break because uh, Clint was traveling and I was trying to recuperate from my red eye back. <laughs> Uh, I've mentioned this several times. I'm getting too old for this crap. Like, <laughs> like between the con and and the red eye back, it mm-hmm. it just it zapped me for a good four days at work. Mm-hmm. Like I was struggling Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and finally kind of started to come around Thursday. Like I'm not much of a caffeine junkie, but I had uh, Starbucks cold brew on Monday. Oh jeez. Uh, yes, yes. I was I was. Um, smelling colors um, on Monday, like it had me, it had me going, uh, folks. Like I, mm, red, <laughs> I've, delicious. I've never been, I've never been that jittery before in all my life. But I had well, to. Glad you went big or went home, so I'm, I'm impressed you went big. Yes, and I almost went home as well <laughs> from Later like a heart attack. <laughs> if you didn't, that's what matters. You survived. I did, <laughs> and I'm ready for the next one. When is the next one? Uh, I guess it would be Wonder. I know C two E two is this weekend here, okay, but I guess yeah. the next big one after C two E two is WonderCon. I think maybe that's yeah, in I April. So. Sounds right. Yeah, 
There, there's you. probably some some dragon con wizarding things between now and then. I know there's one in New Orleans. Fan Expo's taken over. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that was in New Orleans. So I know that one's coming up in January. But I think Biggie's, I think WonderCon's the next one. All right, cool. Game well, on. You're ready for it. No, probably not. <laughs> She's going to be sleeping until then. <laughs> yes, I might be. Um, anyways, we've already gotten so far off topic. And it's the best. So it's just what we do. Um, but let's move right into our Ask the Dorksman questions. We love your questions. We love getting your questions. We love answering your questions. We love when you answer your questions. Um, so let's go with our first question this week from our buddy Ferd, uh, at Islander671 with a bunch of numbers in there. I'm sorry, Ferd. I'm just, That's the whole thing. You just read it all off. There's not like a whole bunch of numbers. <laughs> There's just like four numbers and they're all in different Not places. a bunch. He's not like a brand new Twitter troll. Is He literally has a name in there. Anyway, go on. His his question is, aside from collectibles, what other hobbies are you diehard into? I was really sad today thinking about this question because I really couldn't come up <laughs> with anything besides like binge watching. Like, is that a hobby? Like binge watching TV? Because that's that's what I feel like I spend most of my time doing outside of, you know, trying to collect whatever it is, whether it's Funko or Tiny Ghosts or Abominable or Sneakers or whatever. I'm like, dang, like he said collectibles. That's like, that's my whole life. Like he just like, just killed my vibe for the day. Like I can't think of anything else that I do for a hobby. Like I used to play golf on occasion and then, you know, I got too old for that and, and collecting stuff took a, took away that extra money because golf is not a cheap hobby either to Mm. have. Um, so, so really, not much else besides sitting on my butt whenever I can and uh, and watching TV. That's about it. It's called pop culture, right? Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> Would you consider coaching a hobby at all, Joey? Uh, I don't know. I thought about that, and I'm like, ah, it's not like I'm doing it for free. Although it's more I'd... suffering than a hobby. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> more. It's more of that. <laughs> I mean, I guess suffering. you're right, but all right. Yeah, but but I mean, what what hobby is? I mean, that's what golf was too. Was just paying that's, paying well, other people money to to right, suffer. To so. pain, yeah. At least you're making some true. money on that. But I mean, it's it's a, it is. In, I mean, by technicality, a voluntary thing you do, right? Yeah, I don't have to. I mean, I do right. get paid. I think we figured out one time it's like two dollars and thirteen cents an hour. Once oh, we figure out how much we actually work and how much we make, I didn't yeah. know that. Ugh. And then, and then, totally throw that off for me because, like a, a moron, I actually coach three sports instead of two, just because I like to stay busy year round. Um, I don't know. Again, I'm getting old for that, so that may be the last year I do that. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I guess you could throw that into. Yeah, I, I guess you could throw that in there too. I mean, that's why I say it is a hobby. So, uh, you got, I'll answer. You got more going than me. Uh, collecting's definitely it. I used to play a lot of soccer. Um, that kind of fell through a couple years ago, and I just haven't gotten back into it. And uh, I'd ride my Peloton like crazy. I guess that's kind of a hobby. You know, Working out um, can be a hobby, yeah. Yeah. Um, yay me, I guess. Yeah, I got to pay for that. That's a hobby that's expensive, too. So, that's one. Um, I do love, and Joey, you can definitely throw this one out. I love going to the movies. Um, seeing yeah. the movies actually in the movie theater, not getting the distraction or you know, of life, even though I swear to God, everything happens on my cell phone when I'm in the movie theater. It, <laughs> it just starts nuts. blowing up. It does. Like there'll be something I'm late. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, and you know, it's something, and, and what I'm really looking. So the answer for its question, that's kind of it right now. Uh, you know, life is working and, and being busy and being a father and all that jazz. So, but I am looking forward to what Ava's hobbies are. I really want to do some of those with her. I want to get her to music. Um, she's already getting into video games a little bit. 
you know, I'm waiting for her to say gymnastics or dance, and I'll do that with her because I think uh, it'd be fun to do something like that at the oh, same she? time with her. She's four. So, okay. um, you know, she, her, her rhythm needs some work. <laughs> Let's put it like that. <laughs> well, there you go. Up. That's a good reason for you to join her so your yeah, rhythm can get some yes, work. Absolutely. I'm not. Yeah. She's, I didn't say she wasn't better than me already because she is. Because I saw you trying to dance with that chair at the bar that one night and that oh, oh wait no that was you trying to fight that guy with the chair oh Whoa. i forgot about that so did you <laughs> yeah, apparently too, yeah. based on did i win on your face i think the chair won <laughs> was obama sitting in it according to clint eastwood i digress um that's a, oh, that's a bingo square i'm sure by the way um but yes that's kind of where i'm at i'm kind of in between hobbies if you will looking forward to what's next but a little bit here and there i stay busy i like board games a lot i guess i could be a hobby yeah um, it's a hobby. definitely a good hobby. I, uh, I'm a big fan of that. So if anybody wants to play any board games, let me know. I'll try to make time. Anyway, that's my answer. I'm going to throw it over to Hillary to see if she's got something more interesting. All right. Um, I, I'm kind of right there with you guys. Uh, I I think binge-watching TV shows should definitely count as a hobby. Yes. Um, I do a lot of that. That takes up a lot of my time. I'm also a huge board game fan, and I play D&D once a week with my group. So oh, that's awesome. That's cool. D&D would be nice. Do you guys play in person or online? Uh, we play online, Roll20. Mm. Oh, yeah, of course. I, I don't even know if there's another website. That's cool. I, I recently discovered Dungeons & Dragons, and I, I'm a fan. That's awesome. Yeah, it's so much fun. And we, I, I had never played before. We started like pretty much when quarantine started, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just a great escape, and it's so much fun, and it's like it's like less rigid than a board game so it's really whatever you want to do mm-hmm. which are you I the really dm like. i'm not the dm oh my gosh no that's way too hard. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure shout out to dms though pressure. they put a lot of work into oh my, it. Oh my yeah. god yeah. yeah my buddy's that's a dm awesome. he's Did always you? working on that oh i bet well i mean they got the passion for it right and a lot of them do which is impressive so that's awesome does, i got two questions does dima play with you he does. Yeah, that's awesome. Nice. I, 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 I wish he's got to be something like that. Uh, yeah, that'd be, the, yeah, that'd be the. <laughs> By the way, if you don't know who Dima is, listen to episode sixty-six of the podcast. And then you didn't play last week, did you? I did not play last week. Okay. No, we just we took a little hiatus with Good. all of the trips, and then we just played last night. So you did awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. You're already yeah. back into it. That's so cool. Very cool. I love it. I'm jealous. I need to play more of that. <laughs> Scott, how about you? Uh, 3D printing. Um, I got nice. like five different 3D printers. Whoa. I think all of them are currently wow. broken right now <laughs> in some capacity, which is the life of 3D printing. But so, so uh, 3D printing repair is also a hobby of yours, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> or needs to. That's be. like 90 percent of the hobby. Which... Is that why? Is that why you have so many? You have to print parts as soon as they break. <laughs> so, actually, gonna have a sixth one that's just made of the yeah. parts printed from the other ones before right. they broke. There's some packages you have to buy it and you build the smaller one and then you print it so it's a bigger one. But I hmm. just bought, I just bought them fully built. So yeah. what got you into that? Um, I don't know collectibles probably because I, I cool. That wasn't a long answer there, by the way. You, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Five though. Damn, That's I wish I had your money, man. That sounds expensive. A couple of them were gifts, but yeah, they are expensive. But they're coming down in price a lot. So yeah, right, right. But still, very cool. Very cool. I think I I don't know if it was some it must have been some kind of like YouTube video some kind of Facebook video I saw and there's a company that like they sell 3D printers but it's genius because how they sell them is they have 3D printers 3D printing 
3D printer parts. <laughs> so they just have like literally a wall of 3D printers printing parts that they use to build 3D printers. And that's their business. It's absolutely genius. And it's probably like, it probably took them like tons and tons of work to get off the ground. But like, it's working now. Yeah. yeah it's right. the circle of life for 3D printing. <laughs> <laughs> there is such a thing. Um, for me, besides collecting, yeah, it's it's got to be just TV, video games. Um, I guess video games can be a hobby, maybe. I see. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. For sure, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Um, even though I literally work in games all day and then I'm playing games in my free time. Um, yeah, that's I think. A, that's impressive in itself. That must mean you're, you're okay with it. I I do actually play the game that I work on a lot, which is, yeah, I don't, I don't know why. It's, the question it's, is, are you any sickness. good at it? I'm not. I'm terrible. <laughs> I don't do any of the high end content. I'm so bad at it. Um, but it's it's fun, and it keeps. I guess it's more of learning as well. So it's kind of like making sure that I'm up to date on um, sure. what we're oh, doing, yeah. and like make sure our, our players are you know enjoying what we're doing and stuff like that. So. I, I enjoy you product testing and being in this in the community of your employment. Yeah. That goes for more than you know, more than just you, Nate. But anyway, very cool. Yeah. I miss concerts. I, I used to go concerts a lot. No, Me I, too. I miss I miss live music, except we did. I guess Red Rock was like the fifth most mm-hmm. populated music venue in the world this year. And I did get to go yeah. there once. But other than that, yeah, I, I there was times when I go like at least once a week. It was crazy. So that's an old hobby of mine. It'll Spencer. come back soon. Hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> I bought Food Fighter tickets for August. So, I mean, that's something, right? You need to go see Weird Al? I think Joey Link. I, uh, so I saw him last time he came through Colorado and great performer i've seen him like six or seven times but he's gotten big now so it's like his mm. ticket used to be like state fair 20 bucks which was great yep. and now <laughs> no, he's like just sold out venues fair. of 100 bucks i'm like i can't do both right now so yeah. so no That's but if joey comes and buys my ticket i'll go <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i'm not sure who's getting the raw end on that deal <laughs> you, you, you have to pay me. to spend time with Clint. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> It'll also give a place to In stay. Public? I mean, I wasn't just like, hey, to be my friend, you got to pay me. It's not hey, like that. Yeah. Shouldn't have left that uh, Funko mask back in uh, Seattle. <laughs> where <laughs> now that... you regret it. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, thank you, Ferd, for the question. I have a feeling that Ferd's um, question was mostly trying to get me and Joey to admit that it's shoes, but that's still part of collecting, I think. Yes. So I think, yeah. well, absolutely. Know, so we, we worked around it. So take that for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we want to know what other, what hobbies you're into as well. Uh, Cause you know, you got kids and I'm sure you and your kids do lots of fun stuff. So please make sure to let us know. Um, yeah, or yeah, second he's on, question. He's on episode 105, by the way, where they do talk about shoes with him and Av. So yes, check that out. How do you remember these episodes? I actually just looked that up. I, that one okay. was not memory. I mean, Dima's is easy. You just it was episode he just Googled it. But yeah. Oh, Googled it. but yeah, I, yeah. Anyway, go on. All right. Our next question comes from our buddy Mark. Uh, hey, M Rosario, uh, on Twitter. Uh, you see all his photo a days uh, when there's the the Funko photo a day. He does amazing graphics work. And takes amazing pictures. And uh, I think so he's uh, helping with, again, the uh, oh, yes. Average Nerds yes. uh, photo a day contest that they're having. So if you're interested in participating in that, I'm sure you can go check out the Average Nerd guys on Instagram and Twitter to find out more about that. Right. And that doesn't start this week. It starts the following week. So, and, and, and beware. I know Funko's doing theirs. Participate in that as well, of course. 
but this one's all collectibles. I, so I'm saying that because I like to do like other things that we have besides that because they don't get their usual Funko or their usual photos. Um, you know, get some Ramble, Tiny Ghost, um, Barely, stuff like that in there. So the only reason I mention it, check it out. Do all of them. Do all right. of them. Yeah, just do it all. Yeah. Why not, <laughs> Why not? right? I, that's could my be plan. your hobby. Photo a day could be your hobby. <laughs> you know, yeah, photography you absolutely is a hobby, as Mark has proven, because he's done so well at it and yeah. others, of course. But I need to get better at that. Anyway. Please go on with the question. Next no, question. I refuse. From okay. hey, Mr. Osario. Well, then the I'll read it because I have it right in front of me. <laughs> I, I got it. I got it. The question is, uh, what's your favorite go-to con snack? So I'm really weird. Like, I don't have, like, yes, you are. one that I've just done um, repeatedly. So, and, and I kind of throw in theme park visiting in that same kind of genre as con travel because you know you're you're running and gunning all day you don't necessarily have time to stop all the time to to eat so you pack some snacks in your book bag and stuff like that and it just varies for me like on this last uh trip to emerald city i had rice krispie treats and ritz cheese crackers um i think disney i think i had like nature valley bars and maybe ritz crackers and like (laughs) nbr san diego i had like um the little mini pop tart bites that you can get it's just basically whatever i think i can i can pack into my backpack in a little box and then it'll keep for the day i keep telling myself that i'm gonna take jerky uh for the day for a con snack like that's the one i want to do but then i look at the price of it and i put it right Mm -hmm. back on the rack where it (laughs) was nope nope no jerky this time for this trip so if anyone's listening Make to this, want to get get a joy a gift exactly. Get him a dehydrator. <laughs> a dehydrator. Yeah. 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 Make Sarah, you know jerky. what you could do with that? Like seriously, you could do that. Get yeah. the meat, do it all, and then you could sell it to your friends at, at a little con. bit of discount. They could get at the store at the con. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we do have a lot of squirrels in our yard. Just saying. Ooh. Uh, like, well, I mean, exclusive squirrel, squirrel jerky. <laughs> Where's Reese when we need him to talk about this? <laughs> anyway. Um, so I have, I kind of have three. Um, the two I've gone to in the past have always been like fruit snacks and trail mix. You got a little bit, you know, they're easy to carry. Um, so, the trail mix at least offers a little protein, just a little pick me up. But uh, as of this con, my go-to is now Lara bars, and I actually really love the chocolate chip cookie dough ones. So mm, that uh, one's good. Uh, I mean, it's like choice. bars, 200 calories. I'm not counting. I just looked at it, and it has some fruit in it. Got a little sweet in it. Gets you moving again. So uh, I would recommend those. Or any kind of snack, but the con snack they worked out really well this last time. Awesome, Hillary. How about you? You're the Ooh, pro. Give us some, give uh, us some thoughts. I'm like, what is a snack and what is a meal mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're at the con? Sometimes they blur together. Yeah. I almost feel like when you're at the con, there is no meal. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, actually you're at right. the con; it's a snack. I feel like, well, it's kind of weird as like working at a booth. We get we usually get food delivered to us. Great. So, not to be all fancy, but yeah. I saw that Jimmy John's come in one day. Yep, Jimmy Ooh. John's pizza. That's like nice. usually what we get. Cause you're, cause it you're not busy. What... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're it doing nothing back there, right? Yeah. I know. Whenever you don't see anyone in the booth, we're just standing, like disgustingly eating pizza <laughs> as quickly as you can before right, I was say, the next crowd of people rush up. Yeah. Exactly. I think yeah. like for snacks like actual snacks. I really like smoothies if there's like a place that has smoothies. Um, I like, when I'm at a con, I like things that I don't have to like touch with my hands, like oh. a smoothie, something to drink, just because like you 
you like shake a lot of hands and like you don't always have hand sanitizer so it kind of feels just like a safer option than than to like grab something and uh touch your face all the time but uh i think i would say like my go-to food specifically in new york is chicken fingers (laughs) (laughs) all all day every day at at, uh the javits (laughs) it was like the best (laughs) I was pleasantly surprised. Now, I don't have a lot of con experience to compare this to, just just San Diego, which, I mean, is, you know, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, obviously, and then the Fan Expo in Dallas I went to. But I was pleasantly surprised by the different options and numerous options at Emerald City's um, convention as far as the different places that they had within the facility itself where you didn't even really have to leave the building mm-hmm. to, to get mm-hmm. a bunch of different choices of, mm-hmm. of things. I know, I know Scott and, and other me had a, uh, a <laughs> bowl, some kind of protein bowl type thing one day. And mm-hmm. I mean, there was plenty of stuff. Scott even got a canned water one day, I think when we went and got some <laughs> cookies. Yeah. Did you discover the secret smoothie place? They have yeah, like protein smoothie bowls and, and power bowls. Yep. Yeah. Not, no one knows mm-hmm. about that place. So it's like secret because it's behind the escalator, like the first mm-hmm. or second escalator. It, it's like the video, the old video games where when you first started the level, you had to turn around and go backwards to go get whatever mm-hmm. the secret was, the extra yeah. man or whatever. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's that's like my go-to place because there's never a line and they have Until all the smoothies. Now. I'm a big fan of like a peanut butter and jelly smoothie. Mm-hmm. Well, I get really that. Good. I get the appeal for yeah. sure. So good. That sounds so good. By the way, chicken fingers. You and my daughter get along famously. Then she is oh, yeah. all about it. yeah. Which I get. How I, old I'm is your saying, daughter? Four. She's four. Yeah. Four. And, yeah. Uh, I eat like a four-year-old. So. I was gonna say I like chicken fingers myself. Yeah, I get it. That's that's a good call. I, they uh, also have really good kimchi bowls at um in New York. Mm, I forgot like what the place is called. But they're, I know, I, I have a very taste. <laughs> it works, it works, yeah. Chicken fingers to kimchi bowls. I mean, that, that, that's, that speaks volumes, that you like yes. everything. It's all good. All right, Scott, what was your, what was your go-to right. snack? Uh, protein bars. I always pack them, and then I think I'm going to save a lot of money by just not eating. And then I forget about them, and then I end up eating whatever is... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> whatever the quickest Ooh, that three dollar fifty cent cookie looks real good. I'm gonna pick that up with I my know, canned right? water. That's what we had. <laughs> yep. And then my can of water. The whole time I thought those were like, you know, those sixteen ounce Budweiser cans. I was like, <laughs> I, why are they selling beer? It's so strange. Tall boys. I thought everyone was drinking beer this con too. I got excited because in New York they have floor. We call them floor beers. Right. When they just sell yeah. beers on the floor. That's and I was like, whoa, Emerald City Comic Con's doing it now. It's water. <laughs> See, yeah, it was Dasani. You guys yeah. got to come to Denver Pop Culture Con or whatever they're calling it now, the Fan Expo owns it, because Breckenridge Brewery buy, brews a special beer just for the con, mm. and then they have like a porch set up right where the entrance is, and literally my friends and I sit there for like an hour or two drinking beer, just watching all the cosplay come in and out. Oh, that it's, sounds great. It's, it's wonderful, yeah. And we, we, we give lots of positive comments, because we know people worked really hard, we're not like, ah, oh, you suck. No, 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 exact opposite. <laughs> It's more like, wow, let's put some time into that. Oh, it's an awesome idea. And then, you know, people give us high fives as they walk by and we drink our beer. So beer to con is an awesome thing. Just saying. It is. Awesome. All right, Nate, your turn. See, I'm like, I never prepare for a con. Like I, when I go to a con, I don't have a backpack. I don't have, what? Like, I, I don't, it's weird. I don't know. Wow. He, he wears one of those sling. Like I've got like, like, yeah, like, like, a like, a 
it's like a man purse like fanny oh, those pack are gross, though. and versatile. all i have yeah all i have in there is my charger and that's it so everything <laughs> <laughs> it's literally my wallet my charger and my cell phone that's all that's in there and it's terrible because we've done so many episodes telling people to prepare for conventions and i don't follow any of the advice like i don't bring water i don't bring snacks i just whenever i need something i will just go and buy it like if i want water i'll i will spend six dollars on a bottle of water because i just can't be bothered to carry a backpack for whatever reason and same with snacks like if i go i'll um i'll grab a snack at wherever i end up and it's just gonna be junk food it's always junk food like there's never i'm, I'm never gonna make the choice to be like oh i should get a piece of fruit or a granola bar it's always gonna be like I'm going to get this piece of cake because that sounds like it's going to be better. Um, yeah. Corgi would and like a word better. with you. Sure. Yes. Right. <laughs> see, All right. See, I'm so, making good choices. So good kind of choices. Pivot a little bit to kind of bring this totally into our topic yeah. of conversation from the food question. I'm, I'm curious what everybody's favorite food, not snack, but favorite food at Emerald City was. Because Nate's been before. Been previously. So, so you're talking yeah, actually at the years. con? No, just just in, like in, in Seattle. Seattle yes, yeah. yes, oh just God. for the <laughs> for the con. I'll I'll go first. Give everybody else a chance to, to talk. Um, mine is was actually two, one inside and one out. And since I asked the question, I'm going to cheat and answer it however I want to answer it. Um, inside uh, Seattle, my favorite was at the Doe Zone. Uh, the soup dumplings, which they were which really good. I discovered for the first time ever on this trip, and actually went twice: once with Clint and Gary and Eva and and Rachel, and then another time with Scott and Joey and um, Austin. Um, I did not get to go to the other one that I didn't find out about till afterwards. What that one's called, Nate? Oh, uh, uh, um, I can't even remember. Oh, the one in the mall. Uh, yeah. I, everybody calls weird? it. DTF. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Dinsum, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. About, yeah. And then outside, um, I'm going to go over to when we went to HQ and we just kind of randomly got into Everett at like 3 o'clock and needed some place to eat. And we went to Major League Pizza and just kind of by accident. And I absolutely loved that pizza. Like that was one of my favorite things that I ate while I was there. I know it sounds so, kind of crazy that my favorite meal was just pizza, but it was really good pizza. What was it? New York style. You said, uh, yeah. yes. So the sweeter, sweeter style. sauce and the, and the crust. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hmm. It was very good. It was very good. It I sounds, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you gave me that, I wouldn't tell you no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it sounds great. Um, gosh, that's a good question. So I have to, I have to admit, um, when we were there this last week, that Friday, I think it was Friday, we spent the whole day <laughs> cruising around Seattle and eating, um, instead of at the con. And, uh, we went to this little crumpet shop on, um, and part of the Pike's market, which was actually really good and really hit the spot. I got, I did get the, the biscuit that, or the crumpet that was called uh, life changer. I don't remember the actual name, but that was the nickname and it was pretty good. Um, I don't think I've ever had a crumpet. So. I don't know if it was my favorite per se, but it was definitely something I hadn't had. Joey, is it right? Uh, Dozone was awesome. We had some great guides. Did you have to give everybody advice when you got there the second time, Joey? Did you have to tell everybody what to get? No, they actually got there before I did. Plus, oh, okay. plus Joey was there, and I mean, that's you he's know, had it before. Okay, got yeah. It. I mean, that's not a new thing for him, so he knew no. what to order. And but stuff. I, uh, I ate like a champ this trip, so I have no complaints. But I'm gonna go with a little, and I think it's actually called like the Little Crumpet Shop or the Seattle Crumpet, <laughs> like some generic name, but. 
if it works, who's complaining? Killer. That's a, what about you? Yeah, let's ask the pro. Oh, uh, it's weird because I like live in Everett and used to live in Seattle, so there's a lot of places I like. But specifically during Emerald City Comic Con, we tend to go to Marination. That's like kind of our favorite spot to go to. It's um, a little bit of a longer walk from mm -hmm. the convention, but it's delicious if you've ever had it. It's um, kind of like a Hawaiian Korean um, mix. Gotcha. It's really good. Um, and in the convention hall, definitely that smoothie power bowl place is the best. <laughs> I love that place. Um, they always have exactly what I'm looking for. And then, um, I don't know, it's like, it's hard because we eat so much pizza in the booth. And that's always good. <laughs> is, it, is, is it local pizza or is it chain pizza? Or is it both? Um, I think it was Pagliacci's. Oh, Okay. So nice. it was pretty good. Um, Sounds good to me. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like Pizza Hut, which right. I still oh. enjoy and ate last night. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ate a lot of pizza. Um, enjoy the club. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so good. Uh, but I will shout out um, my favorite restaurant in Seattle, which I think I told like dozens of people to go to, but I don't know if anyone ever went. Um, it's called Via Tribunale, and it, <laughs> guess what? It's a pizza place. <laughs> 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 Shocker. It's in Capitol Hill, and it's like very Italian, traditional Italian style pizza, and it is so good. It's um, you know like a really crispy crust. They give you pizza scissors, so you like cut the pizza with scissors, which is weirdly satisfying. Um, I highly recommend. It's really good. I want a pair so of pizza nice. scissors just to have a pair. Of yeah, I want to go back to Seattle yeah. just to yeah, just yeah. to cut some pizza. Are they just are they are they special scissors? Or are they just normal scissors like just sharpened to cut pizza? They're special. They're like they're <laughs> like a different shape. They're really long. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's weird. Like you have to cut a pizza with scissors at least once in your life. <laughs> I used to work. At, I worked at pizza in high school, and I love those swing blades we used to have. I like want one of those oh, for yeah. my house. But... They probably don't want to give the patrons that at a table. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Right. They don't want. They don't want to give the employees in either, to be honest. But all right, I had you to. You can Google order pizza scissors off pizza of uh, Amazon. That's what I'm doing right now. Is googling them. I wanted to see. <laughs> this is cool. They they look really cool. I need. There's so many different scissors. types. Yeah. I learned Whole something new today. The, it, the inside looks like a. It kind of looks like a church. Like they have fake stained glass windows and stuff. It's it's just a really cool restaurant. All right, now I want to go back to Seattle just to try this place. Just to, yeah. Yes. Well, the good news is Seattle's not going anywhere, so it'll just be waiting I for sure you. Sure, hope not. Right, right. <laughs> what about you go right now? Instead of going to the con, I'm just going to go get pizza. I, as I said, I spent that whole Friday walking around Seattle eating. It works. You could do it. Amazing. All right, Scott. What about you? Uh, I didn't eat that much. So Dozone was good, and then that uh, place Joey mentioned, that pizza place we were at. Um, what was it? What was it called? Uh, Major League. Remember? Majorly, there we go. Yeah, that was pretty good. So Usually, the, I, like, I like to try local foods, but didn't yep. really have that much time. Leaving not that bowl place y'all went to behind the escalator. Oh, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> good. The bowl. It's place. so good, and there's like nobody back there. So no one goes like, back away there. From everything. I am really yeah. bummed that when we were Everett, both times we didn't try the ham, uh, Dicks, and we didn't try the bakery. Why can't I think what it's called? Um, the one right next door to HQ. Oh, oh that yeah. bakery's so good. I love that place. What is it called, Hillary? Oh my gosh. I should know this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said the name. I'm sorry. I wouldn't have asked you if I thought. But anyway, whatever it is. I just know they have great donuts. Right. I've only heard you guys yeah. have bragged about it so much. I want to eat it, but 
And their oh, hours, dude. their hours are kind of weird sometimes. Like, well, remember, it's a bakery. Like, it's not. It's yeah, not a nightclub, it'll be like you know? I'll be like, oh, it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. Like, oh, like if we're visiting, I'll be like, oh, sweet, I'm gonna go grab a coffee and a donut. And like, oh, sorry, we're closed. And it's like, oh, it's Carl's. 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 I, knew, I know. It had like I a was name. like Henry because there's Henry's Donuts down the street. I know it was a guy's <laughs> name. See, I, 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 I just because I've heard about him, I want to try him while we're there. But neither happened. But I guess it's just more reason to come back. Do it exactly. What do you got, Nate? Um, it really depends what I'm in the mood for. Like Pike Place is so good because there's just so many options there. But, there are. Uh, Beecher's is like mm-hmm. a yeah. must-have. Like if you like mac and cheese, it's so good. They actually, they have it at the airport too, and it's pretty good there. Oh yes, they do have a Beecher's at the airport. Yeah. But yeah, the yeah the shop at uh Pike Place. We usually make sure we head out there. Um, Austin had Joy... some of their mac and cheese for breakfast. <laughs> the more oh, yeah. we, we were in line for the bakery waiting to get like pastries and he's yeah, yeah. walking in with his mac and cheese yes and we all up on it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um and then there's a sandwich place in downtown it's a little bit of a walk from the convention center uh the honey hole uh is really really good they have really really good sandwiches um it's i like to go out there because it's right by bait um, it's at a mm. clothing store, collectible store. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, whatever, whenever we're down there, we usually go go for a walk down there and, and grab sandwiches and and check out bait because I have a problem spending money. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's a good problem. We, I mean, we're all in the same boat here, buddy. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, <laughs> you didn't get enough like, at the con. <laughs> right. You had to I mean, go find collectibles outside the con too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just yeah. It's you have this one weekend. I got to do everything else all the time. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, but if I'm visiting HQ as well, like I really like, uh, the new Mexicans, um, Sully put us onto that place years ago and um, whatever we're, whenever we're in town, we usually stop by there as well. It's really good. What are the, what do we really do after good. the party? Joey, what was that place called? Starts with a P. Uh, yeah, it was Pacifico? not new Mexicans. It was right no. around the corner. It's L something weird. or other. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's El uh, El Paraiso. Yes. Yeah. That's what was it. And the, the, the service and the, the, the whole business was very nice. I know we were a loud party coming at the end of the night and did an awesome job with that. Um, and the food wasn't bad. I was just thinking about that while we were talking about it. Cool. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, thank I you, Mark. I right next to the New Mexicans, and that was really dangerous. Like, oh, I, bet. I bet. I could just, just walk, like, five feet to it. Yeah. <laughs> I have oh, no doubt. So good. So good. Uh, I wasn't as hungry. I am now, though. The... Yeah, thank you, Mark, for making us all hungry with your question. And thank you, you Joy, for elaborating on it. Yes, Uh, you're welcome. You did it. (laughs) You did it. Good for you. You did good for you. Uh, All right. Well, let's transition right into our actual topic today, which is, as you may have guessed by now, (laughs) is Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, I am the only person that didn't attend this year. I feel bad. Um, But as you should feel bad, being in Kent, I hate you, Clint. Being in Canada, uh, still not super comfortable crossing the borders. Um, I know things are better now, but, you know, we're still kind of in the middle of a pandemic. So we, We're absolutely that, still in the middle of a pandemic. You don't yeah. sugarcoat it. We are. Yeah. So uh, that's just more of a personal preference thing. So if you did travel down there, I hope you had fun. I know we talked about briefly Rachel uh, from Nerdy Curious. She took the Greyhound down, which was amazing. I thought that's that's some dedication because it was. I'm glad personally she did. taking a bus, even public transit, is like I avoid it if I can. But taking the Greyhound across the border is it's commendable. 
that's that's dedication to to your fandom and to your friends, which I didn't have obviously because I didn't go. Yeah, <laughs> it was more of a dedica- dedication to her friends because I don't think she was dying to see anything at the con. She said so. Yeah, I don't no. think so either. Yeah, no, she wasn't really. Much so thanks, on Nate. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jerk. I'm totally kidding. Better safe than sorry, but. Um, I guess I'll dive right in. I really enjoyed the con. I really enjoyed everything about it. I thought this was a lot of fun. Um, I, I don't have previous years to compare it against, but I thought it was it was it, it was kind of weird because the last con I actually went to was San Diego in 2019. So you know we went from shoulder to shoulder, no one can move, giant convention center, to I can breathe, walk with my friends, talk with my friends, see stuff. And enjoy it. It was, you know, a kind of different experience all around. It's, it's obviously still a con, yeah. but it just was more. The attitude itself was relaxed, but also just everything about it was open, which was nice. Well, you went Thursday and Saturday, so you you saw the same thing I did, and mm-hmm. and by Saturday it had really ramped up. Like, yeah. I, I really enjoyed Thursday, which everybody had told me. Nate had told me he's like, look, get everything done that you want to get done that you need to get done on Thursday. Uh, because it'll be more relaxed and less crowded, and he was exactly right. By Saturday, it was it was a madhouse. Um, it but was, it wasn't it was, like maddening. It was a lot busier in my yeah. Thought. But at the same time, I was tired at that point, so mm-hmm. I was ready sure. to get done with it. Like that's like the only thing we did was we went and got in line to do the art at uh, the Funko booth again, mm-hmm. and where did we tried to go do something, and we're like, nope too long of a wait or something. And we just went back to the hotel room and Joey and I watched the SEC championship game for, for an hour and a half or two hours and, and until it was time to go to our evening event. And I, I did not regret that at all. Like I was, I was glad to be more sitting down and just kind of visit. I am getting older now and it did kind of take a lot out of me, all the stuff we did over the first couple of days, you know, because I mean, got in Wednesday and, pretty much got picked up by Scott and them and immediately went to Everett to go to HQ and then, you know, went to the HQ party and then went to dinner after that. So, I mean, it was running and gunning as soon as, you know, feet hit the ground. So. Right, right. Scott, thoughts? Yeah, it was, it was super chill. Liked it. It reminded me of C2E2 a lot. Like Thursday, not a lot of people. And then it just ramped up towards the weekend. Um, Funko obviously was... I think the best booth there <laughs> just because of the sketches and how much energy they brought. So that was pretty cool. Your nose is brown there. Scott. Is that how it always is there? Or is that just because it was a holiday? I don't know. I don't oh, know. No, it's, it's totally different usually. Right. Well, this is really, okay. Yeah. But, but yeah. there's, it's not nearly as interactive usually. Right. Right. Exactly. Like so March, we, we just right? did, so. we, we totally redid our booth design and this is kind of how we're looking at doing booths going forward too. So awesome. we're, yeah, we're really excited about it. Well, let's let's dive into the Funko booth because I think Scott's absolutely right. It was definitely stuck out. I think above everything else. It and was the like, centerpiece. It yeah, was, and I'm not saying that to, to kiss up to anybody. I'm actually mean that. <laughs> um, I mean, even even the location when you go into the the I'm going to call it the main con floor, you couldn't avoid it. You just couldn't. And I'm not saying you should either, but. Um, it was definitely the loudest. It was the most energetic. It was, you know, people were peeking in. Uh, I know some guests showed up. It was great. Um, and it, it, what was nice about it, and this is something that I don't typically think happens, is everybody who wanted to get in there got in there at some point. And I mean that as an either, I think everybody I know who applied for a time got in. Did you ever hear anybody that didn't? 
I didn't hear of any one. I didn't. I think I heard one person say they did, and I'm like, "What did you apply for one time, like 10 a.m. on Saturday, and you didn't get it? Like, sorry." Yeah, but I mean, there was so so much uh, that was available for people that didn't even get a time. Mm-hmm. I think every day the general opened up earlier than expected, and so if you if you were there for one of the days uh, and wanted something from the Funko booth you could have gotten in line. Now, whether Crazy, what yeah. you wanted would have been sold out by the time you finally got in or not, that's a different story. But everybody that should have, or everybody that wanted access should have had a chance to to get in to go make some kind of purchase. Yeah, it was great. It was great. But I, what I really brought attention to it is there was a stage, in case you weren't aware of this, anybody listening. And that stage was occupied by DJ Chino the whole time, which I, I, I DJ Chino was great. I thought he did a great job. Um, and then of course, Hillary, Ashley, Jen, Mike, somebody basically being the MC, getting people on stage, having a good time, very interactive and very fun. I, uh, I really got into it just watching people actually. I loved, um, you know, the dancing. I loved when, you know, anybody I know got up there to do anything. Um, it was always a good time. I was, I was actually a little disappointed at times. We got in there at 10 AM, Gary and I, and we're in line, we're in the front. Um, coincidentally, we weren't like running to the booth. We just happened to be there. And, you know, they're doing their thing and we're having a great time. And I look back and there's so many people on their phone and it drove me nuts because it's like you guys are in some place that is, you know, exclusive for you at the moment. And and I mean, maybe it's just me, but if you're giving something away, I'll take it. I don't even care if I want it, to be honest. If you're going to be generous (laughs) enough to give me something. Someone that wants it. Yeah, or something. But. But, you know, it's like, so just the fact that, and I guess I have the perspective that you don't have, you don't have to do anything. I mean, look at any other booth, basically, at Emerald City Comic Con, nobody was giving you something for just showing yeah. up. I mean, you know I was I mean? in the Thickpin line uh, before it opened. I think I went that first day. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it was Thursday I went. And, I mean, I mean, everybody was there in line, and that was it. So, like, getting on your phone and doing whatever, okay, acceptable. But to me, it didn't make any sense in the Funko booth line because it was like just just waiting in line was was part of an experience as well with with everything that was kind of thrown together because again like you mentioned nobody else was really doing that they may have had like some you know random booth where maybe some guy was trying to hawk something and was being energetic but i mean it was nothing compared to what you know funko was doing so like be be in the moment like be a part of of what's going on because to me that was the thing that kept bringing me back was either just being around the music that was going on Mm -hmm. or just even if i wasn't in line just kind of the energy of of mike and and everybody else that was there and i mean even if you weren't in line he was still throwing stuff out to people that were near the booth to where you could have gotten you know a, a pop pez or just something else random that he was just throwing around um and then the art line was great uh like i said besides hanging out with friends that was definitely my favorite part of the of the convention was was getting to do the art um sketches and just getting a chance to kind of talk to the artists because a lot of the times like hillary and a lot of the social media team and then mike and brian are kind of the face of funko so to speak mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. the people that fans know the most because there's the ones that are at the forefront you don't really see the artists a lot and and get a chance to interact with them so that that was that was great you know getting a chance to talk to reese and ben butcher and uh chris metzner and you know several others that were there that started recognizing me by by face they were like oh you're oh, back you're again back. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with your mask yes. on they recognize you yes i am oh I joy does they got like a sword might have been the like, height might have been yeah. the giveaway oh yeah, yeah. Um, the anyway seven hillary foot five you, take to your bosses that the, we love the booth it was great i'm so i'm actually bummed more people didn't 
seemed to you know they were there for the stuff kind of thing versus actually getting excited to just be there like i was love i love when gary got on stage that was so entertaining to watch him hillary made him dance and do trivia at the same time which was oh, amazing yeah. um but see that, <laughs> that's, that's, that's earn fun your, like prizes. and i mean nobody he didn't know what he was going to get out of that you know what i mean but he knew you know they, there were prizes being handed out for just standing there like just get, it, uh, it's so easy to get involved and they just didn't and it drove me crazy I think it depends on what group you're in because yeah. we definitely we we totally noticed that with some of the sessions where people just weren't very energetic, even if it was at the beginning of the day. Mm-hmm. And I kind of attributed it to like, I don't I just don't know if it's been like quarantine or people have been so used to watching TV that they're experiencing the world around them like they're watching TV and they're just not really like as engaged. But some groups were just wild, so it all just kind oh, of good. depended. So some were like so engaging and and just really excited, but yeah, we're really excited about the new booth design. We uh, worked really hard to try to figure out ways to make the standing in line experience Mm -hmm. an experience and Mm -hmm. not just waiting. Um, We wanted to, you know, you have a captive audience. So how can we create that into some kind of feeling of entertainment? Mike really wanted it to feel like a mini fun days. Mm-hmm. Every time um, people are mm-hmm. waiting in line. So we really kicked that off with FunCon, which was our own convention that we started. Um, right. And we want to bring back every year too, whether it's at Hollywood or at HQ. Um, we want to do something similar again. But we we basically did the same thing where it was a tent situation with the line. And we did a show and giveaways and contests. And then people were moved to the Hollywood store to purchase exclusives. So we wanted to do that on actual show floor with Emerald City Comic Con. We thought it would be a really good test to see how the flow was and adding everything we wanted to add in with the artist signing and sketches and photo opportunities that you didn't necessarily need to be in the lottery to participate mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And we, it was interesting. We definitely learned a lot and there's some things that we may shift with the layout oh, and yeah. flow, sure. but it, it was exciting and fans, I mean, people loved it. We got such great feedback and, it seemed to be a way more exciting experience, especially with having the DJ there, having DJ Chino. I feel like we were supplying music for the entire show. Yes, oh, yes, that you absolutely was great several yep. times. Yeah, I was going to say you did. I'm glad you did. Yeah, it was, it was, it was great. I first of all, shout out to DJ Chino because I know he did um, San Diego special edition the week before, and then flew mm-hmm. in for that, which I'm sure. You know, he was on his feet the whole time. Like I know you guys got to switch out a little bit, which is great. He didn't. He was on his own. No. He did, he did a great job, and he was always smiling. But I know, you know, at the same time, some people were at the San Diego event the week before. Um, you and Ashley, we obviously know, were in New York the week before. So we know you guys were busting your ass even before he got there, and we appreciate that. So, yes, uh, take the feedback from us, too, that we we were big fans of the booth. Um, it was fun to just watch, even when you weren't waiting in line to buy something or, like Joey said, just passing by. I think every time I passed by, I wanted to watch somebody. I still remember, I don't know how old the kid was. He was like, eight got up there and started dancing you know like a fool but it was so good and i was i i had to cheer for him. i mean that was to get on stage and do anything's nerve-wracking at a time but to see the eight-year-old do it and see you guys call him up and everything hard not to cheer for him so um if they missed out on that that's on them but i think it was a great job and i look forward to the idea continuing and you have our full support basically great uh, yeah. um, i'm like i'm kind of sad i missed out on that because like from previous experience with the with the con booth like for Funko was like, it was always a spectacle because they always had the giant, they had the giant pops and like you could spot as soon as you walk into mm-hmm. the con floor, no matter where you were, you could see like the giant Thanos or 
um, you know, whatever that they had there. And it was really cool because you knew like that's where you want to be. That's where the crowd was. It didn't matter how busy it was anywhere else. Like there was always a crowd at the Funko booth and all the years before it, it it's exactly what the way Hillary described it was. It was just, it was a line. People were there to get their transactions or get their toys. They, you know, they're really happy when they get to the front and they, they get to talk to somebody and they kind of chat a little bit, make their purchases, get their bag and they're gone. But that line waiting there was like, here's like 50 people that can wait in this little snake line and then 200 people you know like across behind a booth somewhere else waiting for someone uh with a sign to tell the next 50 people to move forward so you know like yes you knew what you're gonna get you knew what you're getting into but it sounds like you guys really really put like fans first with this new booth which is like honestly amazing and i feel mm -hmm. like that's just the way funko does things they 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 do listen and they do want to make that experience a full and like a more fun experience um all in all which is i think is great now i'm really upset that i missed out good well there will be more cons definitely next year so <laughs> <laughs> you won't miss out on all of them i hope not. um but yeah also like just thinking about it too with how we redesigned the booth another point that we thought was just stressful for no reason was for fans to stand in the line and see like the exclusives like dwindle oh, <laughs> mm. i feel like that was just like really stressful mm -hmm. so just having it so it's and th that's the other thing too is there may be nothing on the shelf but we restocked pretty consistently mm. so yes. a lot of times people would get really stressed out or get upset thinking that the thing they wanted is gone but by the time they get up there you know we're restocking so i think that that also like having it all in the back eliminated some of that stress mm -hmm. hopefully <laughs> so that's something else that we were thinking that's about a good call design. I didn't think about that, but you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. To go with that, from what I understand, and you know, anyone's welcome to correct me, the exclusives, and this might be just a sign of how many people were there or even available to go into the convention center, things didn't necessarily sell out, at least not quickly, I feel like. Because um, some of the things I thought would sell out never did. I'm still kind of surprised that um, Jimi Hendrix sold out so quickly all the time. But um, like the Freddy didn't sell out right away, right? Like there was stock right. even if you got there late, which is awesome. And I, I know that's hard to predict and I know there's supply issues and I can't imagine how many variables to be completely honest with you, but um, like people were happy <laughs> going in and out of that booth. I felt like they got what they wanted or, you know, at least got something. And usually I think almost everybody got something additional, to be honest. It might not have been a proto, but like a pop or a game or a pin, you know, whatever. So you got something for just standing in line and then you got what you wanted. So I, I, it seemed again, very positive experience. And from what I'm thinking, that was the only line or only booth I ever saw a line for. Uh, Fickpin had Fick a line yeah. kind of early in the morning, uh, for some of the stuff. I'm trying to think of what else that but might that, have been the only other one that, right. that had a line was, was Fickpin. Um, see and the reason i bring that up is nate was talking about standing in line standing in line standing in line that there just weren't lines everywhere mm -hmm. and i don't know yeah. if that was somebody did something to make that happen but well i don't think there were a lot of con exclusives um mm. at at this particular con i know plastic empire had some uh had abominable shop. and mm -hmm. uh kong stuff mm -hmm. um kong, yeah. uh but again when i went it was there was not a line really for it um I can't think of anybody else. Figpen had a line from time to time. Mm -hmm. Funko obviously had a line, but that was about it. And, and I, I think, again, that some of that's to do with just the fact that there weren't, like, a lot of true con exclusives for a lot of the people. I mean, like, um, 
Uh, Bim Toy didn't have a presence there, uh, for right. example, so there wasn't that to contend with. No fugitive, yeah. Fugitive wasn't there. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other biggies in the in the collectible world and whether they had a presence there or not. I can't really think of anybody off the top of my head as far as like big sellers. Sure. Um, sure you had your little one-off type of of people that did have stuff um <laughs> priscilla had a line for about it. 20 minutes because everybody rushed there and then she was out <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right and now you did have people like her and in artist alley that had very limited um uh numbers of different pieces that people tried to get there very quickly um and and those sold out but not not any of the other ones i i, I know some of the kong like the orange Kong, I know that sold out. I think the day that I went, but that's not the one I wanted anyway. I want the green one since it was Emerald City. Makes but, sense. Yeah, um, yeah. everyone is an old one. So real quick, let's make Nate, let's make Nate a little more jealous, and then we'll move on. <laughs> Back to the Funko booth. From what I understand, correct me <laughs> Deep here. Breath. Um, the artist part. Now that usually yeah. was reserved for like a couple hours one day during the con, and that's it, right? In the past. Right. Yeah. That? So Emerald City is typically the only con that we've ever had artists sketching, artist signings, um, mm-hmm. just because all of our artists live here. So it's easier for them to travel. Makes sense. Um, and we would shut down the booth uh, for an afternoon, one or two of the days of the con, not every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would just be open to everyone. The line would form. Um, but we really wanted to have a separate space just for them. And we've talked through this for years, really, like, do we do something in Artist Alley? How do we incorporate it into the booth? And so this is the first time we were able to incorporate it and have it be part of the Funko booth. I think we're still going to talk through ways to redesign it so it doesn't feel as separate, sure. so it feels more integrated. But yeah, we we wanted it to be just an ongoing part of the booth where people... We just wanted the booth to be more of an experience where if you didn't have a lottery, you, didn't, you could still do something mm-hmm. with Funko. You could take a photo on the half of our booth was photo ops that um, you didn't need to have a lottery to get into. And then the artist area as well. So we just wanted it to be more fun and more of an experience. And even if you weren't going to buy anything. Well, I I have to admit, I loved the artist part. And I I mean, I was looking forward to that regardless of when it happened, but my understanding again was it was going to be like Friday from like one to four, whatever it was. I don't know. Right. Um, But the fact that it was every day, any day was, was phenomenal. And um, Nate, as as I said, it's going to make you jealous because you could also get back in line. Like it wasn't like you got Mm -hmm. one and you were done. Um, I got, I went home on four. I know Joey went home with a bunch. Scott went home with a bunch because we went multiple times with different artists to try different things. Um, there wasn't a single artist there that I didn't think, you know, wasn't just so personable and fun to talk to and be around. Um, no one was like ever grumpy or talked to themselves or anything. Um, it was mm-hmm. just a lot of fun. And, and they answered every question. I, I feel like I could have yeah. been to Ben Butcher and been like, Hey, what's seven plus 14. And he would have <laughs> answered me like it was a normal question. Totally. And yeah, yeah, I mean, it was amazing. So it was a lot of fun uh, to do that again. And the artwork itself, it was free. I mean, that's insane. If you think about it, it was absolutely free versus going upstairs to Artist Alley where you could buy kind of the same sketch for like 60 bucks. Yeah. It was I mean, amazing. A, a lot of those artists are, are, are big name people outside of Funko too. Mm-hmm. Like Chris Messner, for instance, has over 100,000 followers on on Instagram. You know, I mean, he's, he's pretty popular with his art. And so, like, I was super excited when I figured out, like, I didn't know who he was at first. Like, I never knew him by face. But when I realized who it was, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come back and get another one from you. So, <laughs> um, I ended up getting six sketches altogether um, and ended up with three for myself. Um, two of them I gave to McGuire, my son, and then one of them I got for 
somebody else. I don't know if they've gotten it yet, so I'm not going to spoil who it was for or who <laughs> right. it was from. But yeah, but one of them was not for me, uh, or another one was not for me. So about half of them were for me. But I, I definitely, if I could have, would have went back and gotten a couple more. Like, okay then. <laughs> so um, speaking of Scott, um, oh, he he got one from I I can't remember the artist's name now, but he did most of his stuff with marker. And I like I saw a Krampus that he did for a friend Josh, um, and then Scott got uh, like a Wolverine Santa Claus, I think, from the artist. Yeah, Santa Claus. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was I that, got that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I want to know who it was. Oh, I'm gonna look it up real quick because it's gonna bother me. Um, John. John Skews. I may oh, not John be pronounced. Skews, yeah. Yes. Yes. He was very good. With, yeah, with John what he was doing. fantastic. He, he's behind a lot of our logo creation, too. That's what nice. I was told. He was an illustrator as well for a lot of stuff. I'd love next time, hopefully there is a next time, to get to get one done by him because he was definitely one that I was very impressed with his art style. Very cool. Anyway. And we're planning, hopefully, to have an artist sketch you know, signing area as part of future books, too. I was just talking to Ben about that last week, and he, they all had such a great experience with oh, the booth, and they loved it and want to do more, and they want to travel to to other cons. So yeah, wow. I had heard we'll that, see more of that. Yeah, I had heard that it might be an option, maybe at San Diego and some of the other cons to do it. Now okay. I know that I was told that there was a plan, or maybe in the past, they had used um, kind of the same process for getting the collectibles. Like there was a lotto almost that you had to apply for to get into. Um, the artist booth. So I was mm. I was very grateful that that did not happen this time. So yeah. I would not have been able to go through six times. I don't think I would have won those <laughs> six six times to get through. We yeah. probably ruined it though because people are going to hear this now, and then the line's going to be even longer. And yeah, you're not going to be able to do that again. But at least uh, at least you got this time. So it was I good. Did it have was... this experience. If I can just get one next time, I'll be right. Happy. Right, and, and again, I, I can imagine. I'm I'm guilty of this. I'm sure there were some really annoying requests. I know uh, Reese made the joke about the sexy polar bear and um, <laughs> i think joey talked ben butcher into doing a uh, wonder woman as a snow woman kind of thing so you know this the stuff people came up with i can only imagine and like i said nobody was ever rude or said no go away or anything like that even though we were given a piece of paper that said here are your options this. <laughs> right and then we went off script a little bit yeah, yeah. Anyway. But it's way thing. more fun that way. Like and, they, and, wanna... yeah. they were all for it. I, I got one, the very mm-hmm. last one I went to, and I wish I remembered her name. I'm, I'm sorry I'm blanking out. She has long curly hair, if that helps. Um, I was like, you know what? I, I originally asked her for, for um, uh, the, the Walking Dead because I had a friend who went, and she's like, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know if I'll do great at that. And I'm like, okay. How about Rick and Morty? She's like, I'll make that happen. Um, and then I did go up to Gary, and I, I mentioned Bob's Burgers. He's like, I don't know what that is. Here's my phone. I'll figure it out. And never said no. I don't know that. Like, <laughs> and the other one would have done it. She just didn't. She's honest. She's like, I can probably do something else better. Versus yeah. no, I'm not going mm-hmm. to do that. So again, we were being completely, basically, completely do do it now, funny man. And they said yes. They said <laughs> no, which like absolutely probably should have. Um, anyway, I do want to kind of. I know we're almost an hour in. I kind of want to shift away from Funko. Not that we don't enjoy it, obviously, but there was other things going on. Um, before I do that, Hillary, was there something at the con you wanted to see or that you did see that you wanted to share with us outside of your work experience? Oh, my gosh. I know I, you were busy the whole time, too. Don't get me wrong. Totally. I um, we kind of I guess like there's kind of an inside joke when when you're working the booth and you don't leave very much that it's like we all tend to frequent and purchase a lot from booths that are on the way to the bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> that makes That's sense, great. though. 
It does. So it I definitely sense. bought a Magikarp knit hat like immediately oh. <laughs> from the con. And that was pretty fantastic. But I did have a, this this con. I had an opportunity at the the last day. I walked around for like an hour and a half, two hours, and just got to see a lot. Um, I didn't have as much opportunity to go to Artist Alley, which is usually my favorite. I try mm-hmm. to. I usually try to go up there before the show starts because they're usually pretty open to. I have some friends that have booths sure. up there, so I usually talk to them beforehand. So I did that a little bit, but um, yeah, it was a really good con. It felt like the booths that are normally there were there um and it was just less people so it just yeah. felt kind of like it felt like being at a con like 15 years ago and yeah. i loved it <laughs> I, I i'm with you 100 like and especially since like i said my last one was san diego it was definitely you know light and day, <laughs> night and day kind of thing it was uh it was it was great uh scott i i, I know we keep over talking over you i'm sorry what was uh what was something you really enjoyed that you saw that we haven't talked about yet you're muted. Oh, he's muted. You <laughs> <laughs> were really passionate about whatever you were talking about. He was. Really the dog is barking in the background, guys. Apologies. Uh, uh, yeah. Artist Alley. I love just walking that area and just seeing different, uh, just the different styles and stuff. Oh, yeah. Artist Alley. Yeah, so, I'm funny. with you. Artist Alley is so cool. I'm always a little intimidated there for a couple reasons. One is there's a lot of talent, and I feel like I mm-hmm. you know, can't compete with mm-hmm. half of that. But what I really get intimidated about is like, oh, I really want that, but I got to keep going because I might find something I want more and I only have so much money. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then right. I won't forget. And then I forget to come back around and it's a whole thing. But um, yeah, and, and every artist up there is amazing. It was so, again, spaced out. It was easy to talk to anybody you want to talk to about anything, at least from my perception. I know uh, I know people, like you said, Hillary, people know people want to talk to the artist, introduce, talk, whatever. And it was just a chill place and everyone was smiling. It was, I never saw anybody upset. Unless like they had to go to the bathroom or something, I guess. But <laughs> everyone was like just chill and happy to be there and, and selling art. And um, there were people congregating, just watching or talking. It was great. I, I thought the Artist Alley. And the nice thing about this one versus some of the other cons I've been to is Artist Alley is its own thing. I felt like with San Diego, it kind of merged in there and it was hard to separate what was what. Mm-hmm. And there's just, you know, San Diego's mm-hmm. a lot going on. Mm-hmm. But when you go to the Artist Alley here you know you're going to the artist alley. There's no it's other way to go. It's a whole separate floor. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like, you know that's what you're going into. You know what to expect, and you know you're not going to find anything else. And I, I loved that. I thought it was really well laid out, to be honest. There was a lot of unique stuff. Um, shout out to Scott, who went around with me one day trying to look for some stuff for, for McGuire. Um, we didn't find what we wanted, um, but no. we found a lot of other cool stuff. <laughs> that's usually how it goes, right? Yeah, that, that is how it usually goes. But, yeah, it was definitely... Um, like you said, more accessible, I guess, um, than San Diego as far as the way that they had it segmented off. It's like, okay, you want to go see art stuff? Here you go. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't notice there was a lot of um, artist booths incorporated into, I guess, what I would call the show floor yes. or the exhibit floor, um, which was not necessarily a bad thing either. Um, but yeah, I did enjoy just being able to like it, especially if you wanted to get away from the hustle and bustle of some of the other stuff going on the main floor, you could just go up to artist alley, be a little bit calmer and you could just kind of leisurely walk around and, and see some of the, the artwork because I enjoy that too. Kind of like what mm-hmm. you were talking about. I just enjoy seeing the different takes on, on these characters from different artists and, and the different mediums that they use because it's not always just, you know, the same thing that you see as far as their, mm-hmm. their way of, of presenting their art. So it was definitely interesting. That's exactly how I took the artist alley to be when, like, the last time I went, um, like, with Framold City, it was just, artist alley is where you go to get away from the crowd, 
it like it's still busy so like not mm -hmm. to say that artist alley isn't busy it's probably the best artist alley that i've been to in any convention or any uh like any type of event um but artist alley is so chill everybody is just you want to just browse chat with people like the artists are always so open to just chatting uh, even if you're not buying anything they love showing off their stuff and mm -hmm. There's just truly, there's just like, there's only so much I can bring back. There's only so much money I have to spend mm -hmm. or I would, I would actually buy something from everybody because everybody does have something for you. Like, it's just, it's, it was so crazy. It was so good. Um, the last time I went, so. Yeah. And, and I've always heard that was the case for this mm -hmm. con, especially. And I, I wasn't disappointed. Like, like I said, you knew where you were, you knew what to expect and it didn't, didn't, it met those expectations plus it was great. Mm -hmm. So, um, what else can I talk to about the con? So what else, what are what the thoughts about the con? Um, I'm trying to think of something else I saw because I was only there one day. And yeah, Artist Alley is a Two. big one. You were there Saturday. I was there one and a half, I guess. One and a half. I almost yeah. don't count the half day because we were just at the well, punk with that's what I was going to ask next is is what's something that, that y'all enjoyed outside of the con floor besides eating? Because we already talked about <laughs> eating, eating was about great. Eating a bunch. So I'm just curious what what everybody else's kind of experience was outside, of, especially for Hillary since, you know, she has so much involved with the con itself. Mm -hmm. You know, if there was a experience during that con week that she really enjoyed and you know just that overall just experience of getting back you know with with people in that con life that we had been you know so so rudely uh, taken away from us Ripped for from so us. long yes totally yeah it, it feels like like working at cons you become really close with your employees and your coworkers and mm -hmm. just like any people that you're working with day to day, especially during the pandemic and we're all on zoom or teams and speaking virtually. And there's new people who join the team. Um, you really have kind of this bonding moment when you go to cons together that I'm excited to have again and was able to have with Emerald city comic con. Cause it is, it's tiring. But you end oh, yeah. up like, we call it con brain. And I'm sure you all have con brain too. When you're at a con for so long that you just get like kind of foggy, you end up buying a bunch of stuff that you don't know when you get <laughs> home why you even thought it was like the <laughs> best thing in the world that oh, yeah. you have it. Um, and it's just kind of fun to experience that with your coworkers who are also like your friends. Because at right. go, it feels like it's pretty, you're, you get pretty close to your coworkers. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's one of my favorite parts. Um, this con specifically, it was really great. Um, Mike Becker came up and Funko South. Some of the guys from Funko South came up. So it's, I don't always get to see them unless it's San Diego or something in California. So it was really great to spend time with them outside of the con too. And just like go out to eat and hang out and get to know everyone better. Um, Cause I feel like a lot of those guys, I only really see when it's like fun days time. Right. And so it was awesome to have them in Seattle um, and be able to hang out and talk to them when it's not just like the craze of, of San Diego and fun days. Mm -hmm. the yeah. The craze is a way to explain that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, You know what I didn't like and I'll get to that. Why something I like in a minute, the original Starbucks. <laughs> Oh really? Why not? That's just I a picture that opportunity. Starbucks. That's just a picture because it's so oh. silly. It's so silly what? that you walk oh, by. And, okay, you know what the biggest line of the con was? Was that Starbucks? That's yes. normal Starbucks stuff. Like there's nothing special about that Starbucks. But it's the uh, it's the okay. first one. I get it. I went by it. I saw it. Great. But I mean, they, it's not like they sell. It's not like all the Starbucks coffee is made there. 
You know what, what I mean? What if it was? Or is it? Or yeah, or is it? Or is if it, it was, that'd be a different story, but it's, it's not. It's underground. underground. That's the best tubes that go to all the yes. <laughs> All the other Starbucks. Okay, now I, now I regret not going because that sounds impressive. It's like However, bank tubes. They're just vacuum tubes. Yes, and they're sending yeah, the bags yeah. all across the country. Just the egg bites just going. Quinch, <laughs> <laughs> you missed out. I thought our, uh, our electrical system was impressive. Never mind. I'm wrong. Oh, this, the Starbucks tunnel but, is, is but the most impressive. the reserve was really cool. Mm, the reserve store the is reserve really cool. The reserve is cool. And I mean, I had a... Um, I had a whiskey barrel aged coffee that I cold brew that I absolutely loved. It came looking like a drink. It came in like one of those square glasses with a square ice cube in it. Fantastic. Um, so it's it's funny that there's two extremes there. Like I walk by the Starbucks and I'm like meh, but I walk by the Reserve and I'm like oh kind of that, thing. Yeah, that's the one Starbucks mm-hmm. I did not get a chance to check out was the Reserve because something I don't know what was going on that day. I think maybe that was the day that y'all did not go to the con and, yeah, and we did on Friday because mm-hmm. I had Funko booth that day at eleven. But so. go, but I mean it's not going anywhere. It was busy the whole time. Hopefully yeah. they'll have more seating next time. But I, I thoroughly enjoy Seattle in general. Yes, like mm-hmm. I had been. Hillary, when did the new HQ open up? Was it 18 or 17? I think it was you... 18. So we had went on a family trip to Seattle, like a family vacation, whatever 17. that... Su- it was 17. Was it 17? <laughs> that, that summer before, right before HQ opened up. So I think it opened up in like August was the grand opening. Yep, and August I think 17th. We, I think we had gone in like June or something oh. like that. And I absolutely loved that Seattle Thank vacation. You, so it was great coming back to Seattle again. Obviously, a lot of times when you go to these cons, if you don't plan your days correctly, you don't do a lot of kind of touristy sightseeing stuff. Um, the biggest thing, I think, touristy, I think we did was the HQ deal. And then we went to Pike Place one morning for about an hour or so. Um, but I love Seattle. Like I'm, I'm wanting to definitely go back at another point. Uh, in time for another trip there is so much stuff to do uh, out there you do have to avoid you know people on the street you know with scissors looking like they're going to stab you and walk over shanks uh, 10 <laughs> yards past the scissor wielding crazy person um, but you know there, there's that's not in there's, every city yeah that's exactly what I was about to say that's it that's in every major city so um, but I, I, I love Seattle but as far as what I loved most outside again of the con and outside of hanging out with friends was my first HQ experience, like going to the party Wednesday Mm -hmm. night and then going back again Saturday for a little while. Uh, That's the first (laughs) time I'd been to HQ because obviously we didn't go that, that summer that we went to Seattle um, because it wasn't open yet, but uh, I I love the experience of it. Like it was just one of those things that as a Funko collector, I need to kind of check off my bucket list of, you know, actually being able to go to visit. And the fact that the first time I got to visit was part of uh, Emerald City, and it was also part of that HQ party. So that was just just more bang for the buck, I guess, for my first experience. So I would say probably the visit to HQ was was definitely high up on my list of non con related stuff. And poor Hillary had to work that too. No rest yes. for the wicked. <laughs> no, we always do that. That's like kind of that. That's kind of part of the fun. It's like you work really late on Wednesday, but what um, has been really great is Funko gets hotels for us for like the people that work every day at the con good so we stayed at the sheraton and that was my first time staying there and it's like right next to the convention so that mm-hmm. was really cool that's where we stayed um, as well, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And just everyone's in the like hotel bar area. That, was, that. Night, so was, like, that was my favorite cool. part. It was fun, but there's just no place to sit because everyone's there. <laughs> yeah, like, we know Clint tried to fight a guy for a chair one night. We, he, yeah. he keeps acting like he doesn't know this story. Like he just I don't blanked out the whole thing. First of all, it's the night that Clint swore he was not drunk when everybody which knew I he was not. Was. I absolutely was not. I but he should have to... remembered this if if he wasn't. But we were we were like going from like four people to twelve people to like twenty people to like thirty people all of a sudden so we kept having to try to get chairs well there was a guy sitting yeah sully showed up with his entourage yeah like (laughs) at a double table and it was just him i guess his group had left or whatever so there was a bunch of chairs left so clint's like i'm gonna go get that chair from over there so he like goes over to the stumbles over to go get the chair and he's like hey do you mind if i take this chair and guy's like no you can take it well the guy's foot had been like propped up against it so when clint moved the chair the guy's foot kind of moved with it like almost like it kind of pushed the chair forward clint's like hey what are you doing and he like takes the chair and like walks it over to the guy and he like it's like I'm just playing with you and he comes back with the chair and he remembers nothing of this and this is what I makes it even funnier that. me and Gary were sitting there I think it was me and Gary that were sitting there um the whole time just cracking up laughing at you with the with the chair and the guy wow I don't remember this at all oh my gosh I wasn't uh, drunk I remember Scott, the whole thing Scott was there too he may not remember it either though well let's got it no, I don't reasons. remember that yeah. Um, I bet wow. you don't. All right. Well, anyway, my point is the only thing that sucked there is there was no place to sit and there was so many, only a limited number of chairs and everyone was there for. Yeah, you have to fight reason. for them. Apparently. <laughs> Interesting. I, again, don't remember that, but I, I remember everything else from that night, which is, any, anyway, I'm, I'm not here to justify that. Um, <laughs> I had a, I did have a good time. It's just hard. It was interesting because. It was hard to hear over the music, but what really made it hard and interesting was the masks. Um, you know, you get right up somebody's ear. What'd you say, huh? Say that oh, again? yes. Yeah. God, that was so annoying. Um, mm-hmm. And that was that was a new experience for sure, because this is, I think, the first time a lot of us have gone to a mass, mass mm. area. Gathering, yeah. Yeah, I did that kind of thing. But I think it worked. I don't know anybody that got sick, and I, I actually honestly don't know anybody that got concrud. Now I think about no. it. No. Right. I think that right. obviously the masks probably help with that. Right. Um, which is keeping which, that concrud away. Yeah. Which is a benefit, right? I it mean, it really is. I, I I jokingly say that I'm going to wear my mask forever. You know, every time I go to the supermarket, I'm going to keep it on, <laughs> and not necessarily even as you know, not spread disease, but not to see my face when I'm looking at somebody like, "What are you doing?" kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Mumbling under your breath. Like, right. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now they can't see that. Yeah, I but this guy. I mean, so Scott, <laughs> what was your favorite non-con experience from the week? Um. Renting a car through the Turo app. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> we rented a Tesla. That was amazing. Nice. That's cool. That was, it was like the easiest. It was like the guy just dropped off the car at the airport and didn't even see him because he had to go to work and came and picked it up from our hotel. It was great. It's like, it's like the Airbnb the version car, of yeah, car rentals yeah. where you just rent somebody else's car instead of from a and rental the car agency. was so fast. Yeah. If it, it works, but makes me nervous. Anyway. I was a little nervous, but it all worked out. So got to drive a Tesla up to HQ. That was pretty cool. Like a boss, huh? What did you say that the, what is the company called? Where you rented it? T-U-R-O. So it's almost turbo without the B. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm checking that out. Tons of different price points and different cars, but yeah, I thought it was awesome. So, so the, the, this is actually someone's car that mm-hmm. you rented. 
Yeah. So he was yeah. like, I'm going to take an Uber to work. You can rent my car for the day. He probably has a fleet of them, I'm guessing. Right. Yeah, yeah. I have a buddy That's that lives amazing. in the Woodlands right outside of Houston, Texas, and he does something similar. Like he bought um, a Land Rover and it was some high-end sports car. It may have been a Corvette or it may have been some other type of car. So he bought both. And then that's how he helped pay for the note was he would rent them out, not simultaneously. So he always had one mm, for himself, okay, you know, nice. and then the other one he would rent, he would rent out to people. So it's not a bad that's gig cool. if you've got the money to put up front because people are you right. know going to pay, you know, to be able to rent a, a, a nicer higher end car like that. I can't imagine the insurance costs. Like, right. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. The liability is not on, like, you don't want to get, you know, someone gets to an accident, like, it's the person that's driving us to take the liability. Yeah, I was wondering if that's something, like, you have to get your insurance agency to sign off on, or if, like, the company that you use, it circumvents everything. Like, if Scott would have, God forbid, gotten in a wreck or something, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't even went through... You know their insurance; it would have went through the company's insurance or something. I, I don't know how all that works. This but. might be the most adult conversation we've ever <laughs> had on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but so here's the thing with like, so we do have like ride sharing and car sharing here. So like, it's like Evo and like a bunch of other random right. like you know car to go or whatever. So from what I know about those ones is that when I get an Evo, it's my car insurance. So I have to have a driver's license. And then if I don't have insurance, it's like it costs, like there's an extra thing I have to sign. But when I take an Evo and I have car insurance, it falls under my insurance plan. So I think some, I would imagine something similar in that case for, uh, for that service. But that sounds cool. If you can rent a Tesla as opposed to a you know, a Toyota Corolla from Avis, like, right. Yeah. Take this. Exactly. Take, take or, the, or the minivan that Eva rented yeah. for us. We were like a giant family riding around <laughs> in that yelling at her. Like she was the mom. You're not even kidding. Like, that actually happened. Amazing. We called her mom the whole trip because of it. Yes. By the way, Eva, you're the best. Thanks for driving. Eva is the, the best. Eva is the best. Um, yes. But anyway, uh, um, what else about the con? I, let's wrap. We've got to probably wrap this up pretty quick. So any final thoughts? I'm sad that I missed out. I'm That's sad you missed out, too. Like, I actually wanted you there. I'm not going to lie. It would, <laughs> our picture with the dorksman of me and Joey would have probably looked a little more proportionate if you were there instead of me just like, hey, look at me. And it was like, yeah, <laughs> Midget standing next to Joey. I, I was jumping in the picture, too. It's horrible. But, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but we're sorry you missed it, too. Um, but I, I, anybody else? I, I mean, I had a great time while you think about it. I, again, I know I've said that a couple times, but I've had just – was, it was great to see people. It was great to be able to talk to people. It was great. I, 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 get, I did get sold some CDs from uh, some rap. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> which I'm very upset about. But at least they didn't... He tried to get me in Austin one day, too. I said, Austin, just keep walking. <laughs> he already got Clint. Who's actually bought the CDs. Well, I didn't. I, 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 Clint did. I did. I, did. I, I, Clint, I talked you're, to down. You have too giving of a heart sometimes. <laughs> thing, they're, like, they're like, well, he gave me the CD. I go, I don't have a CD player. And then, like, four of them went around me, literally, and circled me, like, it's online. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to keep walking. They're like, oh, come on, help us out. I'm like, ah, I'll give you five bucks. No, I'll have all 40. I'm like, no. 40? <laughs> 40? Um, yeah, it's like, <laughs> how, about, how about 25 each? I go, I'll give you 10. 
let me go. <laughs> Did you listen? Were they no, good? I, I don't have a CD player, and I'm not going to go to SoundCloud and find them. I don't know. Where <laughs> um, unfortunately, if your music's that good, you don't have to tackle people on the street to tell them it's that good. Have so. you not watched Mr. Robot? Don't you know what happens when you... Yes, that's exactly what I thought of was that scene from Mr. Robot. I've never seen it, so no, yeah, I, 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 it's probably yeah, like The Ring. I have seven days to live, too. I don't know. Don't put it in your computer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely yeah. don't do that. Side note, it's a great show, Clint. You should watch it. Yeah, you should. Oh, I have no doubt. I have no doubt, but... I don't even know if the CDs made it home with me. I might have left it as a tip for uh, housekeeping, along with some actual cash. But um, <laughs> they I don't probably know they thought you were that. the rapper. That they probably did. <laughs> Hopefully, there's like something that. they like on there. Hopefully, That's somebody gets some use out of it. But <laughs> I'm like, like uh. this rapper tips and CDs. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I've heard of crazy things, but anyway, yes, uh, that that was an experience. But overall, the experience was fantastic. It's good. Yeah. No, I have nothing else to add to that. If anybody else does, feel free to. Yeah, it was great, you know, just getting back to see everybody. Like I said, that was the number one want that I had, not a collectible or anything like that. It was just kind of trying to get to see right. everybody again in person and Agreed. hang out and meet new friends. Like, you know, Scott and I had met once before for yep. like five seconds at the Funcast panel at San Diego. But, you know, other than that, hadn't had a chance to hang out. And, and other Joey and I, although we've recorded podcasts together and chatted, you know, daily, you know, he and I had never hung out in person and, you know, getting to see Clint again and Austin again and Gary again, just, just all the people and, you know, getting a chance to talk to Hillary and Ashley and Jen from Funko and Mike for, for a few seconds here and there. And, uh, getting a chance to meet some of the artists, you know, that was, that was definitely an experience. It is something that I, I don't know if it's doable to every year be able to, to do this, you know, on top of San Diego, but San Diego is definitely my every year I've got to go do this, but it would be nice if, you know, the, uh, Emerald city falls in a way that I can do it every once in a while, because it's, it's definitely one that's, it's, it's just big enough to have things to keep you busy, but not too big like San Diego where it's going to pull you in a million different directions and you're not going to get to do some of the stuff that you want to get to do. Real quick, how about thoughts on the next one being in August? Yeah, that's going to be kind of rough. Yeah. Right after SDCC. And I kind of, I just really missed it being in March. I really loved having the con in March, but I really, um, I really thought it was just going to happen in March. I thought, I thought after San Diego said they were doing their special edition the week after Thanksgiving, they were just going to say, screw it. We'll see you in March. Yeah. Well, I'm, from a few artists that I've heard from the August is just a stop gap until they get back on their regular March cycle in 2020, which makes sense. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that that holds true because it's, it's like, a good, yeah. you know, midway, not exactly midway, but you know, between that and San Diego, you, know, you got what, four months or so. So, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, it's a good, and I understand read pop is a for profit business at the end of the day. Right. Basically lost Unlike on CCI, years of, yeah, yeah. Lost on years of business. So, I get it, but it's just, yeah. And, and Hillary, I feel for you because you're going to have to go from San Diego <laughs> yeah, right. back to this. Yes. Yeah. Um, but at least it's home. So it's not like traveling. Right. Quit having a silver lining on it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, and unfortunately, I think because of the timing and other situations in my life, I don't think I can do both. I don't know if I can do either, but I don't yeah, think, August don't think definitely I can do both. Not for me. No. Yeah. May, I'm, I'm thinking March 2023 one would probably mm-hmm. be. Not out of the realm of possibility again. Kind of so, Nate, go on. go in 2022, and then we'll come back here and you say, "Ha ha, suckers! I went. Screw you! <laughs> Hope you're sad you missed out." Okay. <laughs> yeah, like for like, if we're looking towards next summer. I do think like Emerald City will definitely, I'll definitely be there just because it'll 
if we don't have a proper plan in place for this virus thing by then for letting us internationally travel then i'm i don't know what's gonna happen because i feel like by then it, it should be safe enough i'll have enough boosters i'll have enough different vaccines in me that i should be a bit more comfortable um just give me all the shots just give it a give, give yeah just once I'll, a month's fine i'll take yeah i'm it. happy to do that I'll, I'll i'll take a day off work and recover um but yeah like again thinking like san diego sounds like it'd be great to go to you know especially because fingers crossed or some kind of fun days thing and you know obviously just san diego's a different vibe than eccc right eccc is great but like just san diego itself is just on another level with the off-site stuff the food the people the vibe you get from going there it's just it's so different if you haven't been i highly recommend at least experiencing once um but yeah, it's just again, it's just going to come down a comfort level for travel for me, and oh, I, yeah. I hope to be uh, in a better spot to be able to travel next year. That's all I'm going to say right now. <laughs> well, again, I, again, I don't know anybody's gotten con crud because people were pretty good about their masks, mm-hmm. and, and and Seattle was nice actually. Like, this is something I should really mention because it's not like that here. I don't think it's like that everywhere. Like you had to show your vaccine card or test yeah, to get in that's anywhere. That's good. Yes, yeah, anywhere. they were pretty no, strict like about it, and that yeah. was new to me. Like. I'm walking my way to a restaurant to meet a friend, uh, neighbor or a friend who lives there. And he's like, you have your card, right? I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> kind of thing, you know, but I had it on my phone. So we were fine, but yeah. not used to that. I'm cool with it. I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's definitely different. And they were definitely, you know, the con itself had everything in place to make sure it works. So, um, so far so good is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah the, the process to get your wristbands wasn't too bad. So mm-hmm. I mean, Agreed. like kudos to them for figuring that out and the logistics mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. so quickly. Yeah. That clear app was a lifesaver because not only did did they use it for the wristbands, but most of the places that we went to to eat and stuff also accepted the clear app oh, nice. um, for That's proof of, yeah. of, of vaccination. So that worked out well, having that done ahead of time. Yes, agreed. Anyway, sorry. A little last minute addition. Take us home, Nate. Um, yeah, thank you, Hillary and Scott, for joining us for this discussion today. It was awesome to get a different perspective other from just Clint talking all the time. Um, <laughs> it was, it was awesome. Um, where can we find you guys on the social, like on Twitter and Instagram and stuff? Hillary first. Oh, sure. Yeah. So you can find me at Hillary with one L and then L and then gray. Uh, and then <laughs> don't, forget to, and don't yeah. forget to follow original Funko if you haven't. Mm-hmm. She's on there all the time and she might even respond yeah. to you. So, <laughs> How about you, Scott? Yeah, you can you find Scott? me uh, at Angus Maximus on Twitter. That's pretty much. Just Twitter? Awesome. You don't have an Instagram account? Uh, I don't remember it. I put him on the spot, Clint. Well, I, I just want to make sure. I mean, there's people that be yeah. like, I don't want Instagram, and I'm like, that's cool. I don't blame you. Find so. him on MySpace. I, I have it. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, <Thank> MySpace. <laughs> I, by the way, I did make a four dorksman MySpace page like when I was bored one day, and it, it looks awful, but I can't that's believe amazing. MySpace that's still great. actually works. I love it. Yeah. I love so. it. Oh, you know what it was? It was when that uh, it was last time Facebook and Instagram went down. I'm like, I'm making oh, a MySpace yeah. page. Yeah. <laughs> just so our social presence is always there. Always somewhere. That's right. But yeah. I think anyway. Exactly. Yay, MySpace. <laughs> Welcome to yay, 2004. Yay, cool awesome um yeah so thank you everyone for listening this week uh make sure you're following us again on twitter and instagram at the underscore dorksman uh we also do the stream thing sometimes uh clint are you playing anything this week um (laughs) this is a great question i believe that phil and i will be playing tuesday night on twitch i don't know what we're playing yet 
So uh, be playing. And then I'm not streaming now, but he is. He's Penn State Phil on Twitch, on Twi- Twitch, one of the Tua social medias. But yeah, Penn State Phil. We'll be playing either. I imagine either um, Mario Golf or Mario Party, if I had to guess. So cool. if you want to play, come play with us too. Yeah, uh, and Clint, of course, will tweet that out on our account and make mm-hmm. sure that uh, it's all up to date and you know where that is happening on Tuesday night. Um, yeah. I think you're good. I think that's it. There's nothing else. All right. Well, then that's my secret. I'm always angry. Remember, kids, if you see Clint in public, protect your chairs. Word, homies. <laughs> Bye. There you go. Nice. (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) I didn't know those were sign-offs. They seem like so secretive. Right. (laughs) Well, except angry, Nate. He's always angry. This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.